You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Wednesday edition of the show, we've got two interesting baseball games going on right now. Well, really, just one. I'll explain next. Please join the conversation at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Gordon Damer. At Hardest to ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Thomas and Joe and Harvey. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Hello, Gordon Damer. Larry, how we feeling tonight? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah, it was probably that way in the first inning that you felt that way. Uh, that's how I feel right now, Gordon, because needless to say, I've got a baseball team. And here's the thing that's really bothering me about the Mets right now is, okay, they, they, Peterson has as bad a first thing as you can have. Mm-hmm. Right? You're down 6 nothing. But, Gordon, previously, that wasn't a big thing for this Mets team, right? They would find ways to bounce back. Now, they've come back. They made it 6-3. But it's not like, you know, this is not the team that scored seven runs in one inning against Philly. This is not the team that's not hitting that same way where you're saying, okay, we can pick up our pitcher that struggled, okay, because he had a bad first inning. That team is not in existence right now. And so that's what's more troubling than Peterson's bad first inning. The major thing is it's against another bad team. It's bad. You're about to get swept. I mean, look, yes. there's some time left here. You're about to get swept by the Cubs at home. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and on a day where the Braves have already lost. I know. It's almost like they saw oh, the Braves lost. Okay, well, if we don't play this game, okay, we're all right. We, they lost too. We won't lose any game. You can't complain about how hot the Braves are when the Braves finally start to cool off and, and you go into tank mode. I mean, losing to terrible teams. Come on, pick it up. This you got to pick though. it up at this point. This is, this I keep, is you know, every day I keep thinking, well, today's the day the offense is going to get going. The offense has obviously got to get going at some point. And look, uh, three runs is a whole lot better than they've done a lot of the times here <laughs> yes, in, during is. the stretch. But you would think that at some point things are going to get rolling again, and that has not been the case. It's funny, Gordon, but it's almost like they have switched with the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? When the Yankees were really struggling during that time period, it's almost like they switched. But remember, I told you, even when the Yankees were struggling, they weren't exactly hitting the cover off the baseball. They were struggling too. They were just Mm -hmm. finding ways to maneuver wins because the pitching was so good, they kept it close. But they were losing, and and you could just see it. Uh, This is is not good. This is at a time when you should be taking advantage – Boy, did the Red Sox need a new center fielder. At a time when, the, when they, they have <laughs> kicked it around tonight, like you read about that play with and, and, and Glaber again. That yeah, again. play with Glaber Torres, Tom Amansky somewhere just threw up in his mouth. I mean, that was such bad it defense. Oh, my God. It, it was, was like brutal. a Little League game. Yeah. And you I mean, can he, tell the way this guy was. I don't know who oh. the center fielder is tonight, but whoever he was going back on that ball, there was no chance that he was he, I mean, he was coming down. With he looks ball. like he needs a he needs a GPS to find out where he should go into the outfield. I mean, he gave Stanton a double. And right. now he's just yeah. giving. And this it is looked, in his glove. At least with hit Stanton, him in the Hit him in the worst <laughs> spot, right in the glove. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, gosh, the Red Sox are so – I'll get to them in a second. But 
and, and see, that's the thing that really bothers you. This is the easy part of your schedule. This is where you're supposed to get fat. This is where you're supposed to put the Braves away because of who you're facing. And, and they just came off, you know, Seattle has slowed them down. Yep. And you don't, and you're not taking advantage of this situation. Now, look, they may still win the division. Yep. Okay. And they, they're going to make the playoffs anyway, Gordon. They're going to be in the postseason. But I'm telling you, this team is going to be a short postseason if they can't start hitting. Very short. Yeah, and this has been pronounced for a little while now. I mean, this is not like it's just one bad week or a bad weekend. You can understand that with a, a you know long season. Strange things happen from time to time, but uh, this has been pretty well pronounced at this point. And again, this is supposed to be the time. Okay, we've made it to the easy part. We still have a lead. Let's put the the throttle down here and let's let's put our closing argument together for why we're going to win the division. And it has not been that case. I mean. The Pirates, the Nationals, now the Cubs. Uh, there's some warning signs there, man. Come on. I mean, I'd rather play top teams. <laughs> they were playing better. I mean, they play better against the Dodgers than they have yeah. here. It's almost like after the, Gordon, after they took two or three from the Dodgers, this has not been the same team. No. It hasn't been. They haven't played sharp, not getting crisp baseball. They're not making good plays. They're, they're struggling. And, and the biggest struggle, even against the Dodgers, they didn't hit that much, but they hit enough. They're not hitting at all against these teams. And, Gordon, you look at the pitchers, looking at these ERAs, you're like, how come you can't hit these guys? Yeah, I mean, the Cubs are not exactly a good team. I mean, uh, you know, generally it's very rare you have a team that's that's halfway decent uh, or you know is in last place like like the you know like the Cubs have been bad all year and they have good pitching across the board maybe they have one good you know like the Marlins have one good guy but mm-hmm. you know overall their pitching is is okay but uh, yeah the Cubs uh, this is not what you were expecting no. you know two runs the first game one run last night three runs tonight you, you keep waiting for the the correction right like when you're in a slump you keep waiting for things to click the other way it is not tonight's not that night at least not so far. It is not. And, you know, listen, hopefully they will, they will you know, find some hitting in, in a couple of bats in the bottom of the ninth inning. But, uh, you know, uh, you don't have that. As a Mets fan, you don't have that confidence right now, Gordon. You just don't. You, there's, nothing, there's nothing you've seen over the past month, okay, to say to you, okay, this, it's a little slump. They'll, they're okay. They're, nobody's hitting. I mean, he, he, the only person that's hitting is McNeil. He's second in baseball. In, in average, mm-hmm. but but key hits. I mean, hitting hitters, hitting with running in scoring position, Gordon, not so much. Yeah, uh, no. I mean, clearly, I mean, Alonzo has the home run tonight, so maybe that's a sign that he's starting to come out of it here and start to yeah. get going. But uh, trying to you know shake things up a little bit. Uh, Lindor had uh, some struggles tonight as well. Um, Bientos has not done anything in that five spot at the DH. You're kind of hoping for a little bit of a boost there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not a lot uh, not even not any, even a lot of opportunities tonight. It doesn't feel no, like it. No, you know, I don't know how, how many times did they walk tonight? They they have one walk in the entire game. I mean, no. that's that's not great. It's not. And Tomas Nito also had a solo home run early in the game. So I mean, I uh, it's just not – Gordon, it's not what you want right now. That's for sure. And uh, I don't know what to say. I just don't. They're just playing awful right now. They can't hit anything. And, and the thing is with the Yankees, when they are struggling – and look, I, I killed the Yankees when they were playing. I mean, every single night they couldn't score any runs. The guy, But mm-hmm. the guys that they were putting in the lineup every single day, you know, like some of them, Glaber was there. 
But, you know, they've had a lot of injuries. They're missing a lot. You know, Rizzo's out, DJ's out. A lot of guys that should not be playing are playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Mets, it's, it's primarily their team. Yeah. It's not, it's not a case of, oh, we're missing, you know, three or four guys. Now, I, I, <laughs> the Yankees should not be playing Aaron. I, like, what are we getting out of Aaron Hicks? <laughs> what, I mean, what do you expect? It, it's, it's the classic story, the joke about, you know, you, you, you take the milk out of the fridge, you, you mm-hmm. realize it's sour, you put it back in the fridge, and you, you hope tomorrow it's going to be fresh. Aaron Hicks at this point, what are we getting out of Aaron Hicks? To me, this is the, this is the time where you go to Miguel Andujar and you say, you know what? We got, what, 20 games, 19 games mm-hmm. after tonight? Mm-hmm. You've requested a trade. You haven't gotten a fair run here. You haven't produced. This is your chance. Yeah. Put Miguel Andujar in the lineup for three straight weeks. You got nobody else to play left field right now. Mm-hmm. Even when Bader comes, uh, it's finally healthy. You can still put Andujar out in left field. Maybe you get a defensive replacement, although I don't think that's Hicks because he's been a butcher <laughs> out there. But – you know, give him some time to go out there, and he's your guy for the next three weeks rather than seeing Aaron Hicks again or, or seeing um, uh, Marwin Gonzalez at first base. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, I can't wait. For, I, I'm, I'm waiting to I, – I, I think Yankee fans would be willing to massage Anthony Rizzo back to health at this point just so they don't have to see Marwin Gonzalez anymore in the lineup. How bad was he tonight? And he ain't there for his glove, Larry. He ain't no. there for his glove either. Oof. And, and he's not there for his hitting. <laughs> no, no, we know that. I mean, oof. You know, it's been bad. It really has. This, this but, is a first place team that is, is, is it's a ton of at bats on Marwin Gonzalez and Aaron Hicks. I know. But it is a. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we hear from Buster Olney, who wants to talk seriously about Aaron Judge and what he's been able to do with this home run situation. Uh, CC Sabathia made an interesting comment, Gordon, uh, today about who he thinks the uh, MVP should be, and it ain't and it ain't somebody in New York. So we'll talk about that. And and I haven't seen I, this Boston Red Sox team. Gordon, they've been awful in the field all year. I mean, all year. And tonight, it's just been unbelievable. (laughs) A little league home run with errors. That's that's (laughs) what Gleyber Torres got as Kay made the call on yes. We'll talk about it next. You're listening to ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Gordon, I was just telling um, Tom Bauer... That Holmes looks like the slider's not down tonight. Yeah, it seems like that's been kind of the case a lot. That's what he uh, said. Yeah. It seems yeah. like that's been the case with Holmes. He's not really – like the overall numbers look better lately than they yes. were when he just mm-hmm. could not find the strike zone. But, yep. uh, you know, he, I, that's another big thing, right? I mean, the Yankee it bullpen is. is starting to round into form. And how about the job that Clark Schmidt did tonight? Oh, big Wow, that Big. was really – I mean, he was dominating. And I was kind of surprised. I'm sure Richard from Manhattan, whatever he talks to us next time, will say, why did why did Boone take him out? And this this is one time that I'm absolutely in agreement with, with mm-hmm. if that's what Richard feels like, because he was just dealing – didn't throw that many pitches. So, yeah, I mean, he was incredible tonight. So the Yankee bullpen starting to round into form. But, yeah, you'd like to – you know, if the Yankees want to find a closer who you can't count on, they already have one of those guys. He's getting back <laughs> He's getting back soon. So they don't need another one. So, yeah, I need Clay Holmes to kind of get back in and locked in like he was earlier this year. So I'm real curious about Zach Britton 
and what role he could add. W- would you take a chance and add him to your roster, Gordon? If he comes up, let's say he's pitching, he's supposed to pitch in AAA. Uh, let's say he pitches well. Would you bring him up and add him as a lefty guy coming out of your pen? I mean, I, I'm sure that that's what they're envisioning, right? I mean, there's a reason why they're they're having him do all this stuff now is is with the hope that he can get back. Uh, I, I mean, they, there is going to be a lot of juggling. They were talking about on the broadcast tonight, you know, who fits where? Because if, if all these guys come back, you're going to have a, a real logjam to, to find spots for everybody. No, you won't, because everybody's not going to be on that roster the postseason. Yeah, I, and, I know. And right but now, who I don't makes see Chapman. It? Chapman's not going to be on that roster. Gordon. No, he uh, he should not. Be. There's no way. There should he should not be. That that one's a not, month to, to come me, back that, from a tattoo injury. Yeah, that one to me is not uh, a hard one. I think that uh, yeah, look if they if they're able to wrap things up here and and I don't know what the magic number. I think it was 15 coming into today. Mm. Uh, if they can wrap things up and they got you know 10 days. Give Chapman a little bit of run to see if if he can show you anything at all. But to me, he is he has been excommunicated from the circle of trust, Larry. He is not getting back within the city limits of the circle of trust. His his passport has been denied. It's been revoked, and he's not coming back. They they got more than enough guys that they don't need Chapman. So you're telling me that when he pitches in the regular season, I will have probably seen his last pitching in pinstripes. I would think so. Yeah, I, they, I, I know they're not bringing yeah, him back. No, they're not bringing him back. No, not at that price. And especially mm. because they're they're pretty good at being able. That's the one thing that they're actually able to find some bargains at. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would not think that that's. Uh, I would not think that he's going to be on the roster. And Let's listen, hope not. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm sure as a Yankee fan, you've seen enough of his work in the postseason that you're good. <laughs> but like, there's guys like Domingo Herman. Where does he go? Is he a bullpen guy? He's not going to get a start in the postseason, right? What about Tyone? What do you roster. do with Tyone? I, I think Tyone. I think Tyone makes the roster. I think he does. Cortez is going to be the Cortez. Is, oh yeah, Cortez you know. is. I would think it's going to line up Cole Cortez, and if Severino can get back, he's number three. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's interesting. I, mean, that's, that's, I love Cortez. I saw his I saw his motion tonight. <laughs> <He's making, laughs> Cohen, David Cohen loved that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm, uh, because listen, I, I I vaguely remember Richard, vaguely remember um, Juan Marichal, late '60s with mm-hmm. the Giants, and obviously Luis Tian, El Tiante with Boston mm-hmm. in the '70s, and how they used to fool around with your different windups and stuff like that. And Cortez is like a throwback to that. That uh, so when he did that tonight, I was just yeah. like, it was hilarious. <laughs> and, and then and then here's the other part. His part was hilarious. What was even funnier? Was Deaver swung at it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what are you doing? You're not hitting that. Stop. <laughs> it was. It was just great. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. Great. And look, you. I mean, as a Yankee fan, I know Cole is the is the ace and everything else. Uh, big spot. I got more. I mean, I have more faith in Cortez. Not the question. Not even the question. Not even the question. Yeah. And the, you know the thing about Cortez is that I like about that I respect about him, Gordon. He's a fighter. Oh, absolutely. He's a fighter. Bounced he's around a little gonna, bit, found his yeah. way. The he's all-star not just going to give up runs and yeah. stuff. He's no, going to fight you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think Cole doesn't do that. Yeah, it does kind of feel that way. But, yeah, I mean, you just think about all the different guys the Yankees have, you know, between mm-hmm. Wiseaga and Litke and Marinaccio and, and Peralta. Now Clark Schmidt's putting his name in the ring. Trevino. Nice problem to have, my friend. It is a nice problem, a nice problem to have. It means that when you get to the postseason, you can 
you can maybe give some guys a day off and you can switch up so you, everybody doesn't see and start to time out the rotation of different pitchers, pitches, right, from your pitchers. And so, you know, because after you see the same guys, you kind of can time it. You know how mm-hmm. the ball breaks. You see some things. Well, now if you got some options down in that pen, you don't have to go to the same guys all the time. It, it makes it a little easier for you. Yeah, and I, I forgot about the guy, uh, Efros, that they got yeah. as well. Now, he's injured right now, but yeah, I think they expect him back. So Definitely. they got uh, they got more than enough pieces to, to put the, the puzzle together. It's just a question of how they lay them out. All right, so you win tonight. You win another one, 5-3. Uh, the Jays beat the Rays, 5-1. So you're, you're, they're knocking each other off, which is just what you want. Just so what you want, right. Knock it off every day and uh, get a little closer to the magic number being down there, you know? Absolutely. Now, Aaron Judge didn't hit any home runs today, but well, maybe he'll he pick it up tomorrow. A day. Yeah. <laughs> he, he needs a day. Give him he a day. He gets a day. Yeah. He gets a day. You know, he gets a day. It's all right. As a matter of fact, he was the topic of uh, Greeny today. Buster only joined Greeny, and uh, Greeny asked him, how will Judge hitting 62 be talked about? I think, like most people in baseball, and I've gone back and forth in this during the year, that he will find his way back to the Yankees. But I will say this. I believe the Yankees are going to remain disciplined. They're not going to wave the white flag and suddenly offer him $100 million more than the 213 and a half they offered him back in April. And the question, the opportunity will be there for some owner of another team, maybe it's the Giants, to jump in and say, you know what? We want that guy to be the face of our franchise. Here's $350 million. If the Yankees do that, that, then I think this situation is going to be a lot like when Albert Pujols left the Cardinals. We all assumed Albert would go back to St. Louis, and you know what? He landed with the Angels because Artie Moreno blew their offer out of the water. That opportunity will be there for some team in the wintertime. Well, that, of course, the question, Gordon, will Judge be a Yankee next year? Um, and, you know, we, we, both, we both kind of feel the, kind of the same way. I still think it's more, I know that he's going to take the most money, but if the money is even, I think he goes with years. And that's where I think that the Yankees might have an issue. I think from a monetary standpoint, they're willing to sign him. But it's going to be the years. That's going to be the difference for them. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Again, I'm just interested to see how it plays out because I don't know what's the most important thing to Aaron Judge. You know, like there's certain things that if they're the most important thing to Aaron Judge – well, then he's not going to be back, right? Like, if the most important thing is for him to play at home, there's nothing the Yankees can do to compete with that, right? I mean, yeah. the, 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 there's nothing they can do to make themselves, uh, you know, California team. So if that's the most important thing, they can't. They, there's nothing they can do about that. But I, I find it hard to believe that he is having this season and the Yankees are going to let him walk for, you know, a couple of million here or there. Mm-hmm. Now, if they get if he gets blown out of the water, like Pujols got blown out of the water, then you know obviously th- there's a chance that he goes someplace else. I don't right. know what team. It, th- nobody's made a convincing argument to me what team that's going to be. If you're if if the reporting is correct and John Heyman has reported the Mets are not going to be in it, that's the guy that would blow you out of the water. Are the Giants the team that's going to blow Aaron Judge out of the water? I I don't know, but. I'm I'm kind of with LaGreca on this, Gordon. And he mentioned it on the K-Show today. The way this Met team is hitting, 
If they have an early exit oh, in the postseason, absolutely, I completely agree with you. They, yeah, that could I, make I, a I change. Know. Yeah, I, I don't know why you would make that decision now. <laughs> right, exactly. You're not. Right. You know, mm-hmm. as you get more evidence, your opinion changes. And if the Mets got into a, a, a postseason run where they just could not score runs, could not hit home runs, you'd be crazy to be closing the door on anything. Yeah, I mean, if they're an early out with a guy who you know, wants to win the championship and oh, is willing absolutely. to spend the money. Even though he's got some other people on his roster. I was reading Jeff Passan today, Gordon, on ESPN.com. You know, he's doing the Tier 1, Tier 2 free agents, mm-hmm. uh, baseball-wise. And obviously, DeGrom is Tier 1. Yeah. And Edwin Diaz is Tier 2. So he's got, those are two major guys that he's got to absolutely. concern himself with. So this may be, a, you know, this could be a payroll that even the Dodgers may look at and say, "Wow, <laughs> if he's if he's got to sign Degrom and Diaz and Aaron Judge, yeah, but he's got look, the money. If, if it turns out like an Albert Pujols situation, I think now it was not did not feel its way at the time because of how great Albert was and how great of a Cardinal he was. The Cardinals made the right call. The Cardinals yes. won that move because a couple of years later, they went into World Series and Albert certainly hit the decline phase yes. for sure. So the Angels are the ones that actually lost out on that. So if you, if you told Yankee fans at the end of the season, we don't know how this year will turn out, but if they, at the end of the season, you lose Aaron Judge, but within two years, you're going to win a World Series, I think that you would be okay with that. Well, maybe not okay, but it would, it would, uh, it would heal some of the uh, wounds of losing an all-time great Yankee, which it would is, heal, it would heal some of the wounds, Gordon. Depending on who you got to replace him. Yeah, but I mean, if you win a World Series within two years, you, I would, I would think that you you replaced them pretty well, right? Like, I, I mean, you, you're going to have to replace them somehow. To, to, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, you, you might better. not win a World Series with them. So, yeah, wow, that's isn't that something? Yeah, that's crazy to think. That's crazy to think. Well, it's official. The Cubs have swept the Mets. <laughs> it's oh unbelievable. God, it's How unbelievable. Does How does this happen? Unbelievable. Oh, it's just, I'm just shaking my head. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. And Gordon, he's talking about how Judge is hitting 62 when that happens, if it happens, how it will be talked about around baseball. And it's an interesting discussion because, you know, when you have the asterisks in that era, and for me, Gordon, they should just look, put it on the plaque, put them in the area in the Hall of Fame. They had X amount of home runs. It was it was the steroid era. Blah 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 blah. Explain the steroid era, just like you explained the dead ball era. Explain the steroid era. Just put him in the hall because Clemens, even though he was never proven, was a Hall of Famer before. Bonds was a Hall of Famer before. McGuire, eh, I'm not sure. Sosa, I'm not sure. But I do know that two of them that I mentioned, two of the four, were Hall of Famers anyway. Just put them in there because of what they were able to accomplish and put a little note on the bottom of it. But clearly, uh, what you're talking about, Judge, what he's been able to do. And I think, Gordon, the other thing that, that really jumps out at you is not just the power, but the average at a time when we're looking at averages like in the 220s, 230s, and saying that's okay. Yeah, well, not just the average. The the fact that he has 20 more home runs than anyone else in the sport. You know, at a time where home runs are pretty much down, uh, and, you know, it's harder to hit home runs this year than it has been in past years, he's he's lapping the field. He's, t- I mean, we're, we're talking about something that's not been done since the days of Babe Ruth. 
Uh, it's amazing what he has done this year. He's not there yet. I do feel like, uh, you know, it's still, you know, I know four is only four, but and, and the way he hits them, some, who knows, maybe he can hit all four in one game. But yeah, uh, it does feel like, you know, he's still got a little ways to go here. He it's been an incredible season, and I hope he does get there just so he can have his, his rightful place because it does feel like he got robbed of an MVP in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. But uh, we shall see. I don't know how it will be remembered. I know for me – It'll be remembered if he gets there, if he doesn't get there, that this season he put up, he did it in, in a way where no one else was even close. You know, yeah. the fact that he's 20 ahead of the next guy, that is so impressive. It's dominance. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. It's, it's total dominance. And, you know, as as Olney and you mentioned, it, the, the impressiveness of what he's able to do is because how the game is played. Here's Buster. Yeah, I mean, I think he's aware of what's going on, but I think he's, I think when your priorities are right and around team and around leading this team and, and being the guy, it keeps it simple. And, you know, it's what I do to come help this team win in every aspect of the game, leading, defense, running the bases, putting my plan together at the plate and going up there and executing and just let the results happen. Um, he's done a great job of that. No question about it. That's Aaron Boone, Gordon, and, and that's what he's done. And he has made it he has made it so easy for this Yankee team offensively, Gordon, who, and we've talked about their struggles. The struggles have been well documented. I mean, I can't think of where they, I can't even begin to think where they would be <laughs> without him on this roster. I can't think of it. I just can't. Well, can't I mean, imagine it, it. You know, baseball is not a sport where the singular star is able to uh, do it all by himself for an entire season because there's just so many, you know, moving parts and the season's so long. Aaron Judge's season has been so great. He's been able to overcome the Joey Gallows. He's been able to overcome the Aaron Hicks. He's been able to overcome the Marwin Gonzalez. The, the rest of the lineup that has been such dreck, especially lately with all the injuries, he's been able to overcome all of that and excel. I mean, I, I'm not exactly sure, and maybe now people are starting to figure it out, why anyone would pitch to him ever. Yeah. But he's been able to do what he's been able to do with, I mean, no protection behind him. You know, Glaber Torres, who up until recently was having the worst second half of any player in baseball. That was his protection in the order. Mm-hmm. And he's still been able to excel. So, no, it's been he's done it all. Average power, defense, stealing bases, leadership. I mean, they've had some tough times, you know, when it looked like they were about to blow a 15 game lead in the division. Aaron Judge basically told everybody, just relax, I got this, and he has handled it, man. He is, he's been amazing. He's been everything. When we went into the year and we talked about, well, he's, he's not signed, so maybe that provides him extra motivation. No one anywhere could have thought that it would turn out to be this kind of season. No. He's just, <laughs> it's the salary drive. <laughs> and the greatest with the beneficiary. I mean, in terms of personal achievement, and, and who knows, maybe in terms of team achievement as well. But in terms of personal achievement, personal season, it is the greatest walk year any athlete in any sport has ever had. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been incredible. Think about what you'd have to do. You know, people bring up Joe Flacco when he, like, he guided the, the, the uh, Ravens to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he had a good season, and the team won the Super Bowl. But you look at his numbers. His, his, it, it wasn't any record-setting numbers. He had a good year. 
This is unlike any contract year that we've ever seen before. And uh, how he pays it off, it might be very well with 62. All right. Uh, we'll get to the calls in a second. got to ask you this. Does it – if the Yankees don't go far in the playoffs, does it still mean something to you as a Yankee fan? Oh, 62? Well, look, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm all about the, the, the team goals. But no, of course. I mean, this is a, again, I always say, like, you have to appreciate what you have when you have it. Like, when the Yankees got off to that ridiculous start, you got to appreciate what you got when you're having it. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this might be the final time we, we see Aaron Judge as a Yankee. So, yeah, I think that it would still mean something to me. Now, it would be disappointing. It would be a little bit of a letdown because the team goal is always going to be more important than the individual goal. But it'll still be an amazing season. It will be. No question about it. 1-800-919-3776. Nitsen is in Jackson. Nitsen, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. How are you guys doing? Great to hear you guys back together again. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, so um, so me and my friend, before we get to the Yankees win, uh, me and my friends, we uh, we work for a company called Jersey Sporting News, and we've been covering the Somerset Pages lately, and uh, we have an update for you uh, when it comes to Harrison Bader. Uh, he's been, uh, he had a great game tonight, um, so Yankee fans, get ready. He, uh, hopefully by next week, he'll be ready for the Yankees, but um, he had, uh, he reached on an error today, hit a home run, and uh, a blue single, so he looks good hitting-wise, and um, I think they just want him to get more uh, time on in the field, but hitting wise, he looks uh, perfectly for uh, timely hitting. It looks perfect for him. And but once he gets uh, adjustments in the outfield, uh, I think he'll be ready by next week. And uh, obviously, yesterday we covered a role this Chapman at Somerset, and he and they said uh, he'll be back uh, in the Milwaukee oh, trip. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. want Chapman back. Bader, I, I, I could take. I'll, I'll drive Bader to the airport if I just never have to see Aaron Hicks in the outfield again. But uh, yeah, Cha- Chapman, I uh, you can you can keep him down on the farm. Yeah, maybe we can see. Maybe maybe we can offer him a Groupon and a couple more tattoos or something. You know, something. You don't have to worry. He's not coming back next year. Know, you don't Larry. have to worry. He's I not. Know. I don't know. They're not going to sign him back. Why would no, they? No, no, no. Next closer? year. Oh, no. I know next year. I'm talking about this year. I don't want to see him. Make the roster. I'm good. I'm good. He's Larry. not going to I don't need to see him. I, you, uh, oh, uh, Britain has a better chance of making the roster. Yeah. And he hasn't well, even pitched this year. Yeah. I, I, hope I, so. would, take, I would take Britain over, over oh, Chapman. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I would take a position player over Chapman at this point. I just can't take. I, I can't take him. I'm, I'm good. I, I, there's, there's been too much. Too much has happened. And look, he's had, he's had a decent run as a Yankee closer during the regular season. But when you blow yeah. big spots in the playoffs, and this year has been his worst season. Yeah, I'm good. I don't. Uh, I don't. You have more than enough options down there. Even with mm-hmm. all the loss, think about all the guys they've lost, and they still have. They're still cranking these guys out. It's true. It's true. It's amazing what they do down there. With the, you know, we talk about what Tampa does with their relievers. The Yankees are not that far off. No, they, they do a great behind. job with those relievers. I mean, they, they crank them out. They, uh, they do certainly and, – and, you know, they, they lose Chapman. They lose Green. They lose King, who was de- developing into such a huge part of it. And they still find ways to find guys. And, you know, we'll see what happens in the postseason because one bad outing, all of a sudden that'll change how you feel about this guy or that guy. But, no, I mean, I feel like that's the strength of the team. It would, I would feel a little bit better if, Clark, uh, if, um, if uh, Clay Holmes was a little bit more locked in. But it seems mm-hmm. like he's getting there. So, Yeah, well, he'll be all right. 
He'll be all right. Yeah, it's more about the stretch. offense right now. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you get some runs like you got tonight, as long as you find a way to get runs, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. I can imagine Gordon singing this to a Raldis Chapman. I don't want your number. I don't want your time. I don't, I don't want you around good. me at all. I've got, I'm, I'm good, pal. You, uh, you got, you do you, and uh, we'll be good. Sam's in Marlboro. What's up, Sam? You're next on 98.7. Oh, wow. Uh, hello? Hey, hey, thank you. Hello? Yeah, what's going on, Sam? Yeah, hi. Uh, sorry, I just wrote one quick, one sec, guys. Sorry, all right, got it. Um, I just wanted to say, sorry, I've never been on that quick. I'm I'm honored, honestly. You guys are awesome. Your chemistry, as always, perfect. And um, I didn't know you guys weren't together for a while until that caller said so. Yeah, I uh, I always took you for granted. So when you're on, you I gotta watch. And um, but my point was uh, with Aaron Hicks, I get it. Like it's easy to hate on him, but like I want you to look at his defensive metrics from left field. Left field, he's probably their best left fielder. Plus five defensive runs saved. And then I want you to look at center field. Center field, you know how he's been lately. Minus five. It comes out to zero. It's crazy. Like, the guy is a liability in center field, but probably one of their best, if not best, left fielders. Even better than Andrew Benintendi. So I just um, I wanted to throw that positive out there. And um, thanks for taking my call, as always, guys. Uh, All right, Sam. Thank, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Thanks for the kind words. Um, Gordon, I'll let you uh, take it. Well, look, defensive metrics, even the biggest analytics person in the world will tell you they're a bit flawed and they're not the most reliable thing. I've seen, uh, it's interesting that you say that his numbers come out to be a zero. And uh, I would agree with that. Uh, they do come out to be a zero. And I don't I don't need a defensive gold glove left fielder who can't hit at all, at all. And you'd have to think that when Cabrera, uh, excuse me, when Bader comes back, Judge will play more right field. Cabrera, who's been sensational in the outfield, he yeah, could certainly really play left field if you need. Good. I would say up until that time, though, that I would rather see. I know what I got in Aaron Hicks. I know what I got in a lot of these guys. And I probably know what I got with Miguel Andujar. Mm-hmm. I, probably I know what he is going to turn out to be as well. But he, to me, is the least dirty shirt. He is the one that is laundry day. I got nothing clean. And this one's going to be the least offensive out of all the possibilities. So I'll throw it on. It might stink a little bit, but I'm willing to get through the day with it. And that's what I would do with Miguel Andujar. I'd give him the, the, the rest of the season, or at least until Bader gets back and you have some other options out there. And see if you can get him into a bit of a groove offensively because his bat, even now, uh, when you don't have a whole lot of great bats in that lineup, it could be big. Yeah, it's a point where you're looking at you'll sacrifice some defense for a bat right now in in this lineup, right? And so I hear what what you're saying, Sam, about, uh, about Hicks. But I got to tell you, I've seen a couple of plays recently oh, where he had that make one me, game. He's not that, you know, no, he's, he's, he's not, tough. he hasn't been as good as he's been. I think no. he's, to be honest with you, I think he's a better center fielder than left fielder. And he's yeah. not great in center, but I think he's better no, in center he, than he, he is. He had a left. time where he was really good in center, and then I don't know what happened. Uh, he is, he, uh, maybe he's just getting old, maybe the injuries, I'm not sure. 
he was at a time a, a pretty decent left fielder defensively, but even mm-hmm. that, there's been play. There's he's had more plays in left field than Judge has had in center field, and yeah. certainly more plays than Cabrera, who's never played the outfield really at all in the minors, has had in his short time up here. You realize, in terms of, def- I think they had the stat tonight in terms of defensive runs saved. He already has like ten defensive runs saved. He's he's only been here for like a month. It's crazy. He's been great. He has been, and he's starting to hit a little bit now. Yeah, well, I mean, look, the glove has been – I can't get over how good of a, of a glove he has been. I think they said that he's only played three or four games in the minors in, in the outfield. So he is – imagine learning on the fly in mm-hmm. the major leagues for the New York Yankees and excelling at it. At a time when they're losing. Right. Okay, at a time when they're struggling and they need to win games. And so you don't have a margin for error because of, because of the situation. He's been great. He's really been great. It made you wonder why they didn't bring him up earlier. Well, it, maybe it's because they didn't know he could play the outfield. I mean, they were basically mm. taking a shot and saying, hey, well, you know, what other options do we really have? And it's worked out yeah. great so far. Isn't it funny how guys don't know? You go to go to judge. Hey, you know, I used to, I played center field, you know. I, yeah, I played, yeah, does, like nobody knew he played center field? Yeah, it does seem a little strange, right? I mean, he could have been in... Gordon, you could have been in center field like last season. You could have been in center field. Imagine how much he'd cost you then. He's already going to cost you enough. He's been playing center field all these years. Oh, man. Jonathan's in L.A. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Um, uh, just want to get my point in really quick. All right. I'm going to get my Robert. I'm going to bring out my Robert Sala in me, okay? Uh-oh. Because I'm keeping the receipts. I'm keeping my receipts right here as a Yankee fan, all the way from LA, and I listen to Saturday and everything. And Gordon, yep, you're just you were just going off on Saturday, completely yep. off on the Yankees. Yep. And you, as a Yankee fan, saying that oh, that's it, they're done, that's it, don't even bother watching this team, and just going on each and every single play. Gordon, it's a 162 game season. Come yeah. on, man. I know these guys been struggling for a couple months and injuries kicked in. Now, little by little. They were bad before the injuries kicked right in. They were, they were mediocre oh. before the injuries kicked in. Okay, but you can say that even with the, I mean, last year, Braves. Who would have known they would have won the World Series 2019? Who would have known that the right. Nationals well, would have well, won the Well, the Braves World were bad at the start of the season and then got hot and just stayed hot. The Yankees were hot. Get cooled off okay, and then now, have been I mean until this recent stretch they've been terrible I mean you have to be honest they've been terrible I'm a Yankee fan but I'm terrible, not going to if, if you're looking for somebody to shake pom poms and not tell you the truth well there's more than enough options out there for you when the Yankees play terrible I'm going to tell you they played terrible and they were playing terrible baseball for a large stretch there Yes, they sure were. But you were completely just counting this team out. The play, you should know baseball. Baseball, as soon as you, if you have a ticket in the playoffs, you have a chance. Doesn't matter what's your record, the season, it is what it is, okay? But the fact that Rizzo's going to come back, that now Chapman is going to come back, Britain, Severino, now all these teams, all these, especially with two, three weeks left in the season, you don't think they could get the chemistry back together and probably go on a good little run? Gordon, I love your show, but you were completely going off on my on our Yankees, man. And well, come look, on, man. Uh, it, it, let me ask you this: Is uh, is Donaldson still going to be a part of the lineup? Is Kiner Falefa still going to be a part of the lineup? Is Aaron Hicks still going to be a part of the lineup? I mean, these are guys that don't hit. It's great that Glaber Torres has turned things around. Mm-hmm. I hope that Rizzo comes back and hits the ground running, and I hope that DJ LeMahieu eventually gets. That's a lot of things to go yeah. right, and it looks like the Yankees. It's great that they've turned things around here and are not going to blow a 15-game division lead, which would have been the greatest collapse in the history of the franchise. 
But no, it's going to take a little bit more than that for me to feel like, you know what, this is a team that can compete against the Astros and compete against the Dodgers and can compete against the Mets. Yeah, I, and I understand what you're saying. They, let's face it, Jonathan, they've not been good. No. I mean, they, they've not been good at all. I mean, now they've gotten, they've, they're rolling now. Okay, one eight out of their last 10, four in a row. That's a good thing. Good you thing. take this and Absolutely. hopefully now with more people coming back, they can build on this and if anything... This is the way you want to go into the postseason, Gordon. We'll agree with that. If you've, you've got a role right now where you're getting folks back and they continue to hit, and all of a sudden you get one or two guys that have been struggling all year, if Gleyber Torres can find somebody else to get hot with him going into the postseason, and then if Stanton finds himself and Judge just continues to be Judge, I mean, you know, I, I think Rothenberg said it best, Gordon. The Yankees, they could win it all, or they could be out in the first round. You just don't know what you're going to get with this team. It all depends on how they hit. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, I, I, you want to talk about keeping receipts. Even when the Yankees were rolling earlier this year, all Yankee fans were upset with how they played against the Astros mm-hmm. and, and doubts of whether or not they can ever beat the Astros. Now, I was not among them at the time because I felt like, you know, it's a different year. Last year they played well against the Astros. They just didn't meet them in the playoffs. But – Let's not, you know, if we're going to have, uh, you know, things on the record, I am more than on the record of saying I think this team is a bit doomed at this point because of how they've played in the second half and the amount of injuries and just the amount of things that would have to line up perfectly for them to win a World Series this year. So let's not uh, let's not get lost that all of a sudden everybody's making it out like Yankee fans were all on board even during this stretch now that they've won 8 of 10. Well, you know, if Minnesota can get to the a- well, ALCS, you got a shot. You know, then you got a shot, Larry. <laughs> then you got a shot. Anything anything can happen when the Twins are involved with the Yankees. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. But they won tonight. That's the main thing. So you sweep the two games. I wish the Mets could beat people that are in last place. It would be nice, right? It would be I mean, nice. This is, this is an embar- This is a, kind of embarrassing. It is. They the loss like this. I mean, it these is. games. Swept. Yeah, Swept. swept. Swept, Gordon. The, the, let me tell you how bad the Mets have been. Yesterday, they brought in Edwin Diaz because he hadn't pitched in like 12 days. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't been in close games where they need to use him. And you look at who they've played. This is not good. We'll talk a little bit more about the Mets uh, at 1130 when we hear from, you know, we go around baseball and we hear from our two managers. When we return, Gordon, it's Wednesday. Week two of the National Football League. The Jets announce who will be their quarterback on Sunday. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about the Giants as well on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.